With all the political polarization being at an all-time high and tensions in the States is ridiculous, I think we're missing some very special moments that just seem to slip us by as investors. Now, love him or hate him, Trump has done crazy stuff, honestly. He, he's gotten away with a lot of stuff. And I think the number one thing has to be his taxes. This guy has built a career off of success, off of money, wealth, billions of dollars. And recently, it came out that he's only paid $750 in tax in 2016. Now, you don't have to be a genius to know that sounds absolutely absurd. How is it possible that someone with that amount of wealth is paying less taxes than a school teacher? Well, I think as investors, we're looking at the wrong thing here, honestly. The first thing that you should think about when you hear a story like this is not taxing billionaires more, even though we probably should, obviously. It's how do I not pay taxes myself? That's really what it is. How do I avoid all of those dirty taxes? Because that is literally the name of the game. Matter of fact, if you get to a certain point of wealth, like if you're having millions of dollars coming in every year, it actually starts to make more sense than instead of working a nine to five job, just learning, taking a year, learning about how to avoid taking 50% of your paychecks and giving it to the government. Because that effectively is what your tax rate is once you start making that half a million dollars or more in income status. Now, as you can see, most of the ways people do it, they avoid taxes by starting a business. That is the foolproof way. Think about it, right? The government doesn't want to tax you when you lose money. So they have all of these different tax incentives and there's different ways to, you know, reorganize your finances so that you won't be taxed. The government only wants to tax you on your profit, the money you make, not your revenue. They only want to really tax you on your profit. So businesses really are a great way of avoiding taxes. However, only what, like 20% of the population's entrepreneurs, most people are working a nine to five. And unless you're a waiter and you're just not claiming your taxes on your paycheck, there's not many tools to use when it comes to hiding your taxes from Uncle Sam. But however, there is a couple. And one of the best ways is really real estate and stocks. So I'm going to go and share with you my strategy that I'm actually thinking about using and why real estate is so attractive to me. Now, I'm only renting. I'm paying an absurdly low amount of rent for living in a major city. Like all my friends are paying more than me. And that's because I don't really care about crackheads. I mean, they're doing crack. They're kind of scary at nighttime. But honestly, I don't necessarily care that much at least. Put up, put up, put up. Okay, cool, awesome. I don't really care that much, at least. So because of that, um, hold up. Sorry, I just got a text from my girlfriend. Um, I'm finally getting the polka dot mask. You know the ones with the dots on it. So you put it over your face, and you got this nice little polka dot mask. Um, yeah, I can't wear those surgical masks anymore. 
I need to be fashionable, okay? And one of the best ways is with your mask. Um, yeah, she just messaged me asking me if I wanted to get this mask. Hell yeah, I want to get the mask with the polka dots. Like, I'm trying to look like the light skin cute sweat out here, man. I need to look suavey for 2021. Um, but I digress. Um, anyways, I think we're talking about real estate. I want to share with you my real estate strategy and what I'm going to be using. Um, yeah, I, I think this strategy is really, really good. And I want to go over a couple of uh, things that I'm trying to take advantage of as someone who just makes normal income. You know, I'm not, I don't have a business. Actually, technically, uh, this is a business, but I don't have a business like, um, you know, like a storefront or something where I'm writing off a bunch of expenses. So I'm going to show you how I'm writing off my income and I'm not necessarily paying full taxes on my salary income for my salary job. So the number one thing is you have these tax advantage accounts. In Canada, there's the TFSA, um, there's the RRSP. In the States, you guys have, you know, your Roth, you, you know, all those good old accounts, your 401k. I'm going to go over and show you from the Canadian perspective what my strategy is. So the first thing, and this is one of the reasons I want to get into real estate. So in Canada, we have an RRSP. This is our pre-tax account. Essentially, we use this account when we want to defer our money till retirement. Your stocks grow literal tax-free until you can take them out past the age of 55. So this is great. This isn't a great account. It really is. You don't pay any of those taxes. Now, depending on how much you get paid at your job, if you're making like, I don't know, 50K, 70K, 80K, 100K, you can be paying anywhere between 20 to 30% in taxes. As you start to get past 100K, you're paying around 40 to 50% in taxes in Canada. It's a lot of money. So instantly putting your money into an RSP in Canada is saving you around 30%. There's one catch though. That catch, you can't touch that money till you're 55 without severe penalties. So it's cool. You're getting all this money. You have all this stock wealth and all this stock accumulation. However, you can't touch the money until you're like 55 and they just keep raising the age. I think it's like going up to 65 is what their plan is. That's a long time to wait. I mean, I'm not even guaranteed to live till 65, to be honest. So I'm saving all this money up for the government. So one of the best ways to use this account take advantage of these savings for retirement, but also like do something with that money is in Canada, they have one of these programs and it's called our first time, first home buyer program. So in Canada, we get to spend around 5% um, down on a house as long as it's our first house. If it's your second house that you bought, it's 20%. But for your first house, you can put 5% down. That's dope. Like a half a million dollar house is only 25 grand to put down. That is amazing to think about. It makes things really affordable and it gets Canadians into their houses quickly. Now, for most people, their house is their main wealth. It, you get so much wealth from living in a house. So it's an awesome program that the government of Canada does. And to take it a step further, a lot of people, they don't want you to think between, you know, your retirement savings and your house savings. They said, hey, how about this? You can actually withdraw from your RSP 
And the only way you can do it, you can withdraw up to $35,000 in Canada. And the only way you can do it is if you use that money to buy a house. Isn't that amazing? So not only am I withdrawing from my RSP, now I have to pay it back within 10 years, pay myself back interest-free in 10 years, which is dope. You're just investing in stocks again. Um, not only am I putting, you know, taking that 35K I'm putting into the house, but the dope part is I still get to keep that 30% tax return that I get every year from basically putting money into an RSP. So remember, when you put money into an RSP in Canada, you don't get taxed on that money. So it's essentially the equivalent of getting a free 30% return. Now we have a max of like um, 18% of your income. For me, it comes out to either 3K, 4K or 5K, um, you know, depending on how much I make that year. And essentially that means I'm getting a free 5K every year from the government from just using the RSP. And not only am I getting that free 5K, that, but that money that's supposed to be locked up forever, I can actually access it by getting a house. So that's a dope strategy that Canadians everywhere can take advantage of. In America, you probably have something similar. I know you guys have your similar accounts. You know, your TFS, our TFSA is similar to your Roth IRA. Typically, RRSP is somewhat similar to your uh, 401k type accounts that you have. So you probably have a similar program. I'm just too lazy to research because it's a Saturday. I'm, I'm a lazy guy. But um, yeah, it's, it's a great program. And so for me, basically, one of the strategies that I'm thinking of is, you know, taking the 35K, buying a house at 5% down. And then one of the weird things I'm thinking about doing is after living it for a year, I want to start actually, um, while I'm living in that house, I want to go and rent while I'm living in that house. So I'd move out in my house, my main property. I'd actually rent where I live. And that house that I have a mortgage on, I get tenants to pay for that house, right? So while I'm renting a house, I'd have tenants living in my mortgage house, paying off that principal, paying off that interest. And that way, I can t take advantage, double take advantage of the low mortgage interest rates. I can take advantage of the low rents that are being everywhere. And honestly, you know, me and my girlfriend, we don't really need a big place to live in. Like, I want to buy a house that has two bedrooms and probably live in one that only has one bedroom. I don't, I don't really need any more space than that. So that's super exciting for me. I, I think that's the way to go. And Theoretically, I'm thinking about some options later. Like I want to, you know, get in my Excel and think about an option of just like in seven years, you know, maybe I, you know, get to a point where I have, you know, one or maybe even two houses under my name. And then I just sell all those houses, like sell them, get all that, you know, debt, get all that, you know, mortgage off my hands, get all those properties off my hands, sell them, chill out for four years and then do that RSP program again to get, you know, those 5% um, interest rates, or maybe I can sell them those houses that I have. I can put them in LLC, sell them since I have no primary residence. I don't know. The world's, the world's really my oyster. I'm going to figure that stuff, stuff out. But I think if you're in Canada, you can get that 5% down. If you're in America, I think it's like 3% down through some certain programs. You got to take advantage of it because that boy named Leverage, I'm telling you, 
think about this, right? If I put 35K down to buy a house that's around like 500 or 600,000, that house appreciates to around 800, 900 or a million dollars in seven years. When I sell that house for around 200, 300, 400K profit, that day basically means my 35K turned into 400K of profit in seven years. That's an insane return. And obviously like, you know, that's factoring in the time spent, your interest payments and all that stuff. I think it comes out to around 25% uh, per year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's an insane return to lock in. And that's you, you basically, you're pretty much guaranteed that return. Unless, of course, the market that you're investing in goes to hell, like a meteor hits your city and all of a sudden the school, the mall, the workplaces around it all aren't you know there anymore and then of course your mortgages all take a hit but in case that doesn't happen you're basically guaranteed a 25 percent return so that's my strategy let me know if you're getting interested in real estate because i'm definitely thinking about really dabbling in it in a real way in the future just to spread out that wealth as you know in my other video you know i'm selling 60 percent of my stock portfolio i do have other reasons for it don't want to really go through that uncertainty of election um but anyway that's my strategy and, and as always the best most brightest investors they are the uneducated ones that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning hopefully you just hearing these tax saving advantages can really help you most millennials most zoomers aren't even thinking about tax advantages but as you saw trump literally him he's only paying 750 dollars this guy is thinking about how to not pay taxes every moment of his life and if you want to accumulate that wealth if you want 2020 to be your decade all the way down to 2030 you gotta start thinking about how to not pay taxes and we're not like business people we can't just like expense everything. Oh, that employee I'm paying for is an expense. That office place, that dinner, those clothes are an expense. We can't just do that. But we do have the advantage of our tax, um, our tax advantage accounts, whether in the States, Australia, United Kingdom, wherever you're living, we have them. Just do your research, go on Google, maybe talk to a financial professional in the area and get that sorted out so we can build wealth together. Anyways, Flight Crew, I'm on Twitter. It's at FlyStewie, and we gotta take off. Bye.